0: Renew your mind I love having coffee with my pasta. It's just so personal Be encouraged This is my favourite programme Pastor Kong is just so real Hot, hot seat, hot seat hot Nourished in the word The question and answers are spot on Pastor Kong, Kong, we love you. you This is the best
1: Something new is brewing Hi, this is Pastor Kong I want to invite you to sit back, relax And have a cup of coffee with me
0: Join us for Coffee with Kong. Hello and welcome to the show known as Coffee with Kong, and I'm your host, Bernard. I'm so glad you can join me on this radio show where I get to ask my senior pastor some of life's most difficult or burning questions, and in the process, be well equipped to understand about life, faith, and ministry. Well, we believe this show will greatly bless you and hopefully help you walk closer to God and live a purpose-driven, kingdom-driven life. Pastor Kong Hee is the Senior Pastor of City Harvest Church in Singapore and ever since May 2012, he has been on this radio show every week answering emails that come in to us at connect at cityradio.sg. Well, sit back and let's have coffee with my pastor, Pastor Kong Hee. Baza? Hey, so virtual cup means what? Even the coffee is virtual? No, Pazza. I'm having a cup of coffee and then you are having coffee and then it's like virtual, you know, on Zoom. Okay,
1: so just so the listeners are aware of it, then it, our coffee is real. It's, it's not an emoticon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not. It's definitely...
0: Sorry. Yeah.
1: And my coffee so, you so real? You can hear the coffee. Okay, just just so you
0: hear the coffee. <laughs> Pastor, mine's real. Mine's so real They it horrible because it's very cold. <laughs>
1: because you're using a metal cup.
0: Yeah. You're using a metal cup. Yeah, Pastor, maybe it is. Huh? Maybe because metal, know, cup maybe. metal cup... because
1: metal cup, of it's going to be cold. Not oh. rocket science, right?
0: Oh, man. I didn't, didn't think about it. Yeah. Okay, Pastor. Today, today I have to yes. tell you that Pastor, today's email uh, connectedcityradio.sg was sent again from Janelle. Janelle, actually, a few weeks ago, you answered a question that we have never answered before. It's called hypnotism. And Janelle uh, uh, replied, wrote back to us. And I tell you, Pastor, this, the next level that she put up is re- really good, good question. She says, Hi Bernard, thanks for asking Pastor Kong the question on hypnotism. The question was actually posted to me by my sister. She right. did a degree in psychology and she is a kindergarten teacher in a mission school. And last year, she was promoted to as principal. So, privileged. Yeah, previously the school had a case that the child requires psychology help, but the psychologist that the parents sought for the kid is an expert in practicing hypnotism. So back then her boss also didn't really feel right and didn't agree to do hypnotism. So thank God for a good boss. So Mm. she was wondering why, so that's why she asked on the biblical view of it. The sister was asking. So, Janelle, good for you. She says, personally, I find that it's not right as our mind is a battlefield and we need to have control. But I needed some concrete support on my view. So, Pastor, what will you say to Janelle? Full marks? Full marks. Full marks. Okay, good job. Okay, yeah, good job, yeah. Janelle. Absolutely. Good job, good job. Good job, okay. So now, Pastor, this is the part. The child was suspected of suffering from high-function autism, which has wow. serious temper outbreak. So. Wow this is still considered as mild autism, her school usually work with therapists to correct behaviour instead of seeking psychologists for treatment. However, the parent did not like the therapist the school is working with. That's why they went for a psychologist's help. Now, Pastor, she has asked her sister to listen to the broadcast and very thankful that you brought the question to another level. So now the next question. If hypnotism is not an option, then what can she do to help the child and parent who are facing this problem in a biblical way? Now, Pastor, I actually put a pause here because I'm going to tell you what is the the title of today's message. Every Day Biblical Answers because I'm going to unpause and read on the the email. It says here, Thanks, Bern. As nowadays, day-to-day life, we are meeting questions that we need biblical view to ensure yeah. that we are on the right track mm. so i will write again if i still have another question best regards janelle so pastor uh, in my conversation with her she really says that this question will really really help some child and some parent who's going through something like this so Pastor, if hypnotism is not the option then what is the right thing what is why is another option we can do in a, a biblical way a biblical view
1: if you ask me specifically on autism, I would have to be honest with you, and I, I would say that I am not an expert in this. I I don't know enough to even uh, give a proper comment on this.
0: Fair enough, Pastor.
1: Yeah, but I guess you know, uh, it, it, you need to you need to do research on all the various options you have out there on. Uh, treating autism, as well as uh, as well as how to parent a child who is autistic. Yes, I must say that uh, off the top of my head, I know of a former staff who had a who has an autistic boy, and the boy has become a top student in school, and is growing up to be a fantastic, fantastic uh, a young man. Huh? you know he's a little smaller in size because of his autism uh, he, he has sometimes a little trouble in concentrating people's skills can be challenging but he's very very talented in certain things yeah. and the mother the mother I must say make him a priority and has been very good at uh, parenting him yeah. and I would think is a success story of how to parent uh, a, a child who is autistic. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think the right thing to do is to, I always say this, you know, whenever I, I do research on anything, I, I have some of my uh, staff and colleagues to help me, right? Yeah. So I say, I want you to research on the universe of opinions out there. I want to know the whole universe of opinion out there. Mm. So I think you need to study the universe of treatment for autism, mm-hmm. you need to know, you need to know, not just from one or two people, you need to, I think a good way is that you need to Google, for example, Yeah. Google pages after pages, what are all the various uh, opinions of autism out there, all the various treatments. And then from there, you, you find out maybe I need to go and see some therapist, specialist, get a few opinions, what's the yeah. best way to go about doing it in which way i feel the most comfortable and which way i feel is in line with the principles of scripture okay so this way the we talk about being biblical
0: yes yeah
1: okay, i think i think it's a good good statement because recently uh, i have a few people ask asking me this is this scriptural is this biblical hmm. i think of, let's define because i think clarity a uh, cl- clarity of of words our, our terminology is very important yes when we say something is scriptural or biblical that yeah. means it means two things first off the most basic meaning is it must be found in the Bible yeah so, so you cannot say this thing is biblical it's not if it's not in the Bible yeah this thing is scriptural do you know that this truth is scriptural it must be in the Bible if it's not in the Bible you can't say it's scriptural yeah, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's the most basic way of under, of understanding the meaning of it. The yes. second way is that even if it's not found in the, in the Bible per se. Yeah. yeah. But does it flow with the overall theme of what the Bible is teaching? Yeah. All right? Fair enough, Pastor. That's
0: absolutely awesome. Correct. Okay. Yeah,
1: correct. For example, you cannot find drug abuse in the Bible. The Bible does. You cannot find the word heroin, or morphine, or ganja, sure. yeah. You know, or, or uh, meth, yeah. Ice. You can find that in the Bible. No, you can't. So, so, but what is the biblical way? You know, you, you should not abuse drugs because it's against the basic tenets of the Bible. The basic teaching of the Bible is that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That ultimately one day God will not only redeem our spirit and soul He'll redeem our body and give us a glorified body so our body is very important we have something that even angels do not have we have a physical body yeah and when Jesus came in the incarnation He took on human body so our body even though we may not understand it fully Mm. is very important to God in the whole scheme of His redemptive plan yeah so we must Take the best care of this physical body. So this one example I'm trying to say is that even though the Bible never taught about drug abuse, but because drug abuse can affect your mind in your physical health, yeah, you know it's, you know that it's wrong. Okay, autism. Yes, you you're not finding it in the Bible. This word, I don't need I don't need to get checked, but I know that this word is not in the Bible.
0: That is true, too, okay. Pastor. Yeah,
1: yeah. So how? What is the best treatment for it? How do we know if something is biblical? So you look at all the various options, and then it must not be something that would disturb your understanding of the your understanding on Bible. For example, I think Janelle did the right thing when I mean, hypnotism was being suggested. It disturbed her obviously. Yes, I mean she got a check like this is not this is, I'm something I'm not comfortable with, and then you seek counsel.
0: I think that's the right thing to do. So that's a smart move, Pastor. So I think at at this point in time, like even if that's why I put it even bigger, the bigger the bigger scope of things. Yeah. Uh, like for example, in this issue of hypnotism, if we don't want if we feel that very uncomfortable, hypnotism is not our option, then we study, we look for other various ways, and then we go with the way that we feel comfortable that gives us that that assures us the Number one, the safety of our child, and of course, I'm actually at peace with it. Is that how? Would we'll be fine with that? Okay.
1: okay, I I just got to I just got to calibrate on that because okay. just because you you're at peace with it or you feel it's the right thing to do doesn't make it correct because wow because you're basing on your subjective feeling. We have an objective standard that is the word of God. Yes. So, how you feel may not be correct so you make sure you have chapter and verse to back up your feelings let's say for example autism I feel like this method is okay I make sure at the back of my mind first of all it doesn't go against any Bible principles number two better still I got verses that will back it up Wow. Wow, not just one verse you know not just one verse yeah but a few verses and uh, it must flow in the theme of in the scheme of things
0: wow so pastor would you also say that that's also coming to if there are although also other issues in our life every day day-to-day life other issues when you talk yeah. about things like biblical view yes it might be i might feel at peace with it but it might not be the the right thing yeah. to do yeah so
1: yeah for instance yeah because How you feel could be conditioned by the values imparted to you from others. Like for example, you know, um, you you say a moment. I mean, you say in one one episode about uh, smoking, right? Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. right. I mean, if you grew up with with smokers, and most likely you think that smoking is okay. I mean, it may be it may not be a good habit, but Mm -hmm. most likely you will end up smoking. So, your feeling is very subjective, you know. If you grew up in a family where everyone is shouting at one another, anger is a learned response. Temper outburst is a learned response. So, if you grew up with very angry people, or, or you were impacted by the people you look up to are, are angry people, chances are you're going to be an angry person. And you're going to have temper outbursts. And you may not feel anything about it. You may feel that this is how leadership should be. This is how you get things done. Yeah. You know, and but it's not correct.
0: So, something like that. So, I, I, I totally agree. So, like a person who grows up angry, they would think up think that uh, having hangry, having an angry family, that's normal. But it's not. Yeah, yeah. it's not.
1: So, so, feelings alone is not enough. The, but if you got a bad feeling, you must check. Mm. Why? Because, yeah, yeah but Always go on the objective. That's the beauty of Christianity. Even though we, you know, we live in a postmodern uh, generation right now in a postmodern world where there's no absolutes, but as Christians, we do have absolutes. You know, in any generation we live in, and that is the Word of God, and we must measure every decision we make, good or bad, according to the Word. And, and this there's another reason where we must constantly read the Bible, where we must constantly fill our mind with the Word of God because every decision we make, every thought we have, we must measure consciously and subconsciously to that objective absolute standard. I want to leave you today with Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. It says, For the Word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So let's become biblical Christians. God bless.
0: We hope you enjoyed the show. If you have a burning question or a topic to suggest, write to us, connect at cityradio.sg. Connect at cdradio.sg. To find out more about City Harvest Church, visit our website at www.chc.org.sg. www.chc.org.sg. Don't forget to follow Pastor Kong Hee on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. At PS Kong He. At PS Kong Hee. God bless you and stay safe.